Welcome to Garden Related. My name is Rebecca and my niece Elizabeth. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Elizabeth. (laughs) I'm her aunt. And she's, no, and I'm her niece. No. Yes, that's it. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She's in the West. (laughs) And she's in the East. Woo! (laughs) How's the weather in upstate New York? It has been a very lovely February day. We're getting one of those rare 50-degree February days. It's those little teaser days. Yeah. How's the weather in Oregon? Oregon is um, has been dry and sunny for almost all of February, almost all of February. Um, but we're starting to get cold again. We're expecting some snow tomorrow, which oh. is very odd in the valley, <clears throat> hmm. in the Willamette Valley. <clears throat> so we'll see. You know, it's like, is it is today the 20th of February? Today is the 21st of February. Yesterday was 0220. 2022. Yes. And tomorrow is 0222. Yes. <laughs> All those twos. As a numerologist, it means details. You have to pay attention to details. Hmm. Speaking of which, we should be paying attention to what the garden's going to be like for the next, for this next season. Yes. And details and details count. So one of the things that I wanted to tell you, sweetheart, as you begin your first garden in your new house in um, in New York, is to take pictures of your backyard before you start digging. Mm-hmm. Take pictures of where you're going to have the garden. Take pictures of where you're going to put anything new so that you can brag later. It's important <clears throat> because people don't have the vision. You know, they look at something that's been in the ground for three years and they go, oh, that's nice. And then you show them a picture of what it used to look like and they see the transformation and then they see your vision. And that's always rewarding. So make sure you take pictures. Yes. I think that's excellent advice because you want to be able to remember how much work you put in and be able to show people. Yes. And sometimes vision changes like... You know, I, when we first got this place, I took out just some like computer paper and I lined if I was going to do everything, you know, 10 years from now, uh, this is what I would have. I would have garden beds here and we're going to have this there and, um, patios and decks and all kinds of big dreams, you know? Yeah. And what did that teach you? Well, I showed it to Forrest and he was <laughs> he was blown away. He was like, "What is this? I I never would have imagined putting this oh, there good. and that that here." And I was like, "Yeah, see? You know, we can make this wrap around deck and then this patio area and have garden beds around the patio." Yes. Right? So that's Yes. Yeah. I think it's one of the major reasons why I started to garden was that I could change my environment. I could look out of my windows or walk outside and see things that nurtured my heart. Yeah. That made my soul sing. Yeah. And that it was really, really important for me to have beauty around me. Mm -hmm. And that without that beauty, something inside me died a little every day. 
and it it became for me very much I won't say an obsession, but um, a driving force in my life to create beauty where I looked. Absolutely. I completely understand that. Yeah. Plus, it was fun. Yeah. Yes. To be able to to put something new there and then... And then you catch an old picture of what it looked like before, and you're like, I can't imagine this room without this painting or, you know, this corner this of my yard. Color. Yeah, without this tree. Yes. And you do forget. I was looking at some old pictures from 10 years ago of when we first moved into the house we have now, and um, the house was a different color, and um, the lawn was bare, and now I have gardens and roses everywhere, and... I kept thinking, oh, I, I really, I couldn't imagine it all. It was too big. Mm. It was too big for me to imagine except in pieces. And that was okay. Yeah. That was okay. Yeah. Well, it, it all kind of falls into place. Like when you get a new piece of furniture and you're trying to figure out where it goes and then you yeah. find the place that it fits and it just, it, it kind of sings, you know, like you can see it, does. it glows around the chair and you're like, yes, that's where you belong. This is your home now. And the chair is happy and the corner is happy and you're happy. It's the best. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and for me, it was always, the, I, I caught my breath. Mm-hmm. When I came up with an idea that I really loved, it was like, oh, could I really do that? Could I really have that? Yes. Really? Yes. And it it almost scared me it was so good. Yeah, it's like, it's like the ultimate gratitude to put something yes. there. Like, I'm grateful that I can do this. And then looking back, I'm so grateful that I did do that. It's yes. it's such a uh, self-care thing. Also, and then it feeds you for the rest of your life. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so let's start with the seeds because it's the beginning of um, the growing season. Mm-hmm. February is, I mean, January is for looking at the seed uh, catalogs and ordering and February is for getting the seeds and getting organized in your head and kind of on the ground what you're going to do. So you're going to go out and take pictures. <clears throat> I also recommend that you measure mm-hmm. because uh, a lot of times people think they have more land than they do. You know, <clears throat> if you're going to put in, um, let's say five tomatoes and you have a, f- a five foot bed long Mm -hmm. five foot long bed that's not enough for five tomatoes oh wow okay you think it is but you got to walk around it Mm -hmm. you got to give them a little bit of space you got to give them sun around all the way around them and you've got to be able to um give them space to grow Mm -hmm. because you always should assume that you're going to be a highly successful gardener always (laughs) always And when you're not, you call me up and we'll talk about and it. And we'll talk about it. Well, the pressure's the, on now. Yeah, really. <laughs> no kidding. Okay, so um, I know that you have 10,000 seeds there. The first thing I yeah. would do is divide them up into seasons. Okay. So that you aren't overwhelmed with 50 packets of seeds all at once. So what are your spring season growers and your summer season and then your fall season? Gotcha. Okay. Well, I have some kale. 
I have some sweet <coughs> Spanish onion, beans. Mm. These okay. Wait. So peas okay. are a spring, right? Peas are spring. Kale is spring. Kale is spring. Things, lettuce is spring. Lettuce is spring. Good. Okay. <laughs> this is good. I'm learning. And then, and then I want you to draw out your garden on paper. You don't have to get it uh, down to the very inch. You can be wildly. Um, What's the word I want? Spontaneous with it. <clears throat> but there are some rules, and some of the rules are uh, so useful. For example, I, I had I asked you to get marigold seeds because yes. marigolds help all of the vegetables pr- protect them from a lot of slugs and snails. So you want to frame your garden, your vegetable patch, in marigolds. Yes. And I bought marigold that means, seeds, so I'm good. all ready. That means, great. And that means that about a foot of space is for your frame. Okay. All the way around a foot. And secondly, this one really surprised me when I started going. I thought I could put uh, lettuce and then carrots and then radishes and then kale and then, and that would take up about a foot. <laughs> You need space between them to walk. And the space between them is actually bigger than the planting area. Okay. Because you're going to have to kneel down there. You're going to, you know, you can't just rely on bending over all the time. Sometimes you need to kneel down. Make sure that you have a couple of feet Mm -hmm. in between. Now, I have a very small plot dug out. Um, Good. I think it might be a little difficult to get into like the the middle spaces space, um, yeah. But not too difficult, not impossible. At least you know this is, could be hubris talking now. I don't know, but we'll see. Uh, it's like it's about and you learn by example. It's okay. Yeah, it's about five foot by three foot. It's not huge. Okay. Um, and if what I what do put, you want to do with that space? grow all hundred all of the hundreds of my seeds <laughs> oh <laughs> no i know that that's okay. not realistic i was thinking like vegetables could go there um let's name your vegetables okay so i got some swiss chard i got some yeah. broccoli yeah i got some kale yeah i have four different kinds of lettuces Okay, stop. That's your five foot by three foot. <laughs> okay. There's no tomatoes, peppers, basil, nothing. Uh. <clears throat> so, and you need you need to understand that um, you should draw a picture as if you're floating above your house from a drone. Mm-hmm. Draw a picture of your backyard. Um, it doesn't have to be to scale right away. <clears throat> You'll find out that scale matters only when you start planting. Um, but for example, your lettuces and your kale and your broccoli, all this and your peas, all the and and some of your uh, cool crops, they could go in a place that requires more shade. Yeah. Okay. So you could have a. <clears throat> uh, broccoli takes up a big a lot of space. Mm. It's like a three-foot thing so does cabbage 
Yeah, because they get big. Um, lettuce doesn't take up that much, but nobody grows just one or two heads of lettuce. Yeah, exactly. You grow you grow big rows of it, and it gets bushy, and you want it that way. So you need a foot wide space just for lettuce, five feet long, mm-hmm. because um, if you want lettuce every night. You need to grow five feet of lettuce in order to have enough to to keep you in let salad for a week. Yeah, God, we eat so much food. That's what gardening makes me realize. Like, I'm getting all of my seeds. You eat so much food. Yeah. Well, okay. So I'm getting all my seeds, <laughs> and I'm like looking through the the food that we have in the fridge and thinking, this is probably as much as I'm going to be able to grow. And it's just sitting in my fridge, and we're going to eat this in the next three days. I don't know. Feels overwhelming. Right. Well, know that there's lettuce that you take the head and that's it, like mm-hmm. iceberg. And then there's cut and come again, like black seeded Simpson. Ooh. Leaf lettuce. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> and there's ways of taking lettuce so that it will grow again. But as it gets hot, it'll start to bolt and get bitter. And so what you need to do then is uh, give up growing lettuce in the heat of the summer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or find the coolest patch, coolest, shadiest kind of patch in your yard. Mm-hmm. So, Elizabeth, if you make a list of all your vegetables and um, read the backs, mm-hmm. they recommend how much space to um that you're going to need to plant them in and then multiply that times how much yardage space you want and then figure it out. Okay. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. So I'm going to say I want, well, I have three different kinds of tomatoes. So let's say I want six tomato plants. Okay. And, um, I'll grow one bean pole. (laughs) And what if I put my kale and my Swiss chard in pots? Would that work? You could do that. Sure. Okay. And then I obviously put the basil with the tomatoes. Yes. Put your basil with your tomatoes because they both require the same things. Cool. The the same amount of, um, of heat and sun. And then. That's good. Yeah. And then I have another garden. I don't know how good the soil is in this one. It came with the house and there are some okay. really, 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 really long and lanky and, and spiky um, rose bushes in there now. So I'd like to move the rose bushes somewhere else and plant like herbs and maybe another tomato or some or a cucumber. I'd love to grow pickle bush cucumbers. Okay. Cucumbers require a little bit of shade, afternoon kind of That's shade. what I have. They need a little cool. Good. <clears throat> Are you talking about the side of your house? Yeah. So the house. By the driveway? No, not by the driveway. Um, the other, inside oh. the fence. Okay. Yeah. And it, the okay. shade of the house comes in around four o'clock. So it's, it's very late. You know, it's, <clears throat> I think it's sunny enough to grow vegetables hopefully if not i can i can move them down there is a space okay 
where I can put them where they won't be in the shade of the house. I have personal knowledge that you said that you might not want to be there forever. You do. In this home. Yes. And so I'm going to recommend something Mm -hmm. that you buy uh, large pots and you plant your herbs in pots. Okay. That way you pick them up and you take them with Mm -hmm. you. The rose bush that you want to move, is it because it's spiky and it gets in your way on the way to the car? No, it's in the backyard. It's just, it needs a lot of pruning. Well, you're going to have to do that anyway. And moving a rose is a big, big Mm. deal. And you have to move it now. Mm, Okay. While it's dormant. And I don't recommend that you move the rose okay. this year. I rec- unless it's going it's unless it's plop in the middle of your vegetable patch. Is no, it? No, it's to the side okay. of where I would want the herb garden to be. Okay. But I could also plant I could make and it if, a flower garden. I have flowers. Yeah. Um that's my suggestion to you is to uh <clears throat> make that a flower garden and I would put down um some newspaper around the rose so that you don't have to weed it. Oh, okay. Because you're going to tear up the roots of the rose w- when you weed like that. And then add some yummy soil for your seeds. Okay. Add some com- compost and yummy soil or manure and yummy soil just on top mm-hmm. for your seeds. And then plant plant um, annual seeds just this year. Mm-hmm. So, so that you get an idea of what it looks like. This is your year of trial and error. This is your year of, do I really want flowers there or not? And if it's because you want some um, herbs in there, you can put herbs in mm-hmm. there. You can. If it's really, really sunny and gorgeous, there's nothing wrong with putting thyme at the front of a, your, yeah. your um, bed. <clears throat> that, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, oregano grows like mad and spreads like mm-hmm. mad. So that's why I recommend you put it in a mm-hmm. pot. <clears throat> um, mint, I, I think you and I talked about that. Mint, you never plant in the ground ever, 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 yes. ever. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> you will have mint forever and nothing else. <laughs> it gets in the way of everything. So always plant mint in a pot with a, a very strong saucer under it so it won't grow into the ground. Gotcha. Um, yes. What other herbs do you want to um, grow? Well, I don't know how well it would do here, but <clears throat> I did pick up a lavender bush. And I have Oh, they'll be I fine. Have rosemary <clears throat> that is already in a pot in my kitchen right now and also um a yeah. pot of sage that's doing decently well in the kitchen. Good. Yeah, they're so thirsty Good. herbs. Oh my god. Well, your house is probably dry. Yeah, yeah it is. Still, the other plants so, put up with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they're house plants. That's different. Yeah. So, um, and you're asking these guys to still be alive when they really wanted to be outside. So, um, put your sage and your mar- and your rosemary in bigger pots this mm-hmm. summer, and bring them in in the winter because. Um, even the sage here in Oregon, and I'm in a zone 8B, my sage is unhappy. Mm. It'll come back, but it's unhappy, um, especially around Thanksgiving when I want it. 
Um, and you're my, I do fine with my rosemary here, even with a little bit, but I, I don't know how much rosemary will take in what zone are you? You're five, six, you're six, aren't you? Um, yeah, we're zone six. I would look up rosemary and check that out. I, I, I'm going to doubt that that's going to grow well there, which is why you need to bring it in and you can bring it in into a sunny porch. Okay. Just so that it doesn't freeze so much. Um, The next thing I wanted to talk to you about is that you need to get a book called um, Roses Love Garlic and Tomatoes Love Carrots or something like that. You need to get a companion planting book. I'm writing this down. It's very important. Mm -hmm. When I started gardening, I found a beautiful... um, seed catalog that told me I think they went out of business though that told me what to plant with each vegetable or or herb that I was planting and what not to I didn't even realize that all seeds didn't like each other that was a shock to me that is shocking Uh, makes them sound so much more petty than I think of them I know They just, they require different things and they maybe um, bring bugs to one that will really devastate the other, but not affect them so much. It, it's a question of our forefathers. We're standing on the shoulders of so many people who have come before Mm us for millennia who know these things, you know, like the Indians planted corn and pumpkins and beans Mm -hmm. together so that the pole beans would go up. Now, listen to me about pole beans. You can also get bush beans. Okay. Same thing. Blue Lake bush beans. Okay. And they grow about a foot and a half, two feet tall. And you can plant them just like a pepper. Oh, cool. So you don't need the poles. But if you do want a pole, you get some bamboo Mm -hmm. sticks and make a teepee out of them with some string Mm -hmm. at the top. So you've got three of them. <clears throat> and then you plant at least two seeds per pole. I would plant okay. three. And the f- and the first thing you do right after you've planted them, of course, you've watered them in and you've given them nice soil. You've watered them in and then you wrap them with something like tool. Mm, so they can cling. No? No. So the birds don't eat the little beginnings. Oh. Otherwise, you will have <laughs> nothing. Same thing with peas. Gotcha. Yeah, that's just a snack. Same thing with peas. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> so <clears throat> I would wrap it with tulle or netting or something that would give you, give it the light and the water it needs, but the birds mm-hmm. can't get to it. And I say tulle because that's one of my cheapest um, tips is to go buy tulle from the fabric store. It gets six yards wide, six six feet wide, and... It's what a dollar yeah. a yard, and it works very, very well. And it's usually made out of plastic, so you can use it year mm-hmm. after year if you know mm-hmm. how to take care of it. <clears throat> and you can get it in any color you want it in. Well, that sounds great. But I, <laughs> yeah, can- I've learned I've learned that my peas and my beans uh, don't they come up and they get eaten before I can turn around. Oh, that stinks. 
Because birds are yeah. hungry then. And they don't have the foresight to know that you're planting them a garden and they'll benefit so much more if they just wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, they can't wait. It's their tummies yeah. today. <clears throat> you could also plant a row of peas for them and not cover Aww, them Oh, that would be very generous. My, I think our squirrels would. Um, and our birds are pretty fat, though. I think they're doing just fine. <laughs> Oh, you have yeah. squirrels. Yes, you will need that netting oh, yeah. for them too. Oh, yeah. Now, I... And don't be discouraged. I need to get my seeds or some of these, like the tomatoes, into my starter kit. Yes. Like yesterday, yes. right? <clears throat> yeah. No, not yesterday. It's uh, mid-February. It's the 20th, 20th, 21st of February. Okay. You're okay. Because because your set-out date is, late, is later That's than true. mine. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going off of you starting in February in the blue bedroom because it's Oregon yeah. and I need to readjust. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's going to be a little colder there. Your set out date is probably going to be closer to Memorial Day or mm -hmm. maybe I think May 15th. you're right. Yeah. Um, and next time I want to talk to you about season extenders. Yes. Because you use them at in the early spring and in the late fall. Okay. Yeah. We need to. Yeah. Okay. That, that sounds very important. Do you have any more absolutely pressing questions or should we call this I a day? I think this is a very good start. I feel set. I do too. I have my homework. Um, I need to do some organizing for sure. Uh, but thank you for being so amazing and helpful and also, wonderful and brilliant and kind. Well, I'm your aunt and I love you to pieces. <laughs> um, listen, I want you to know that when you start your seeds, you're going to have uh, trouble remembering mm -hmm. what they are unless you make a little tag. And the tag needs to be plastic and it needs to be written in pencil that is a very, very... Um, What's the word I want? Uh, loose lead pencil. You know, a very mm -hmm. soft lead. That's it. A soft lead pencil. One of those good like an Ticonderogas, HP. right? Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> because pencil doesn't fade like ink huh. does. You know, you, you wouldn't have... Th I wouldn't have thought of that. <clears throat> I know. I learned that in years and huh. years and years. Uh, <clears throat> and you write it on both sides of the thing, even though it's a pain in the butt. So, so wait, what kind of plastic? Sometimes what, what kind I, of plastic can you? Well, I get little tags from a, a store here in Oregon that I adore. But when I was dirt dead poor, I would buy uh, from a garage sale a plastic uh, Venetian blind, a little, oh, huh. the little Levalure Venetian yeah, blinds, yeah. and I would cut them up, and I would make them That's my tags. Brilliant. Okay, I have to go find some <laughs> some bad garage sales. <laughs> yeah. 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 What about a popsicle stick and uh Sharpie? I don't know. I've never used one. Popsicle sticks is hard are hard to come mm. by. Also, they're taller than your than your dome for your um oh, that's true. seed thing. You're right. Hmm. Okay. <clears throat> and listen to me when you finish in the end of the year you put your uh tags away um uh, put them in a little clorox mm -hmm. water that's one tenth clorox to 
the nine tenths mm-hmm. water and let them soak there so that any disease and stuff from the dirt doesn't get onto them for the next year. And then you can reuse. Oh, cool. Them. Yes, that's brilliant. And you can, you don't have to relabel peas and <clears throat> cucumbers and everything all over again. That's right. <clears throat> I mean, there are certain things that I do have to relabel because they're a different variety, for example, but um, or a different date. <clears throat> but you can also erase them or scrub them clean. You write the date on them? Wait, so what's everything that you write on the seed thing? I write the variety, okay. <clears throat> not just tomato. Right. <clears throat> because then I know what I'm planting. <clears throat> I write, um, <clears throat> for a vegetable, I write the variety and I write the date I I plant, put the seed mm-hmm. in the ground. So let's pretend that you're doing this tomorrow. So you would write, uh, what is it? Um, 20, uh, February 22, mm-hmm. 22. And Livingston peas <clears throat> or whatever it is, the, the, the Marvel peas or whatever they are. <clears throat> and um, maybe on the back, I would write how tall they get. Okay. So that I know what kind of pole to put hmm. them on. So you give yourself all the cheat information so you don't have to go back and look it up later. Because that's such a pain. Oh, as if I could <laughs> find it later. <laughs> well, just like uh, Google, I guess. No, no, no. <clears throat> I suppose you could, but you you never know. I mean, when it comes to dahlias, then, I'm... All over the place. I mean, I write on that thing. I write the name of the dahlia. I write the color. I write the height as well as the date. Because then I have it all where I'm going to put it. I I take the tag out. I read it. Oh, this is my purple one. I'm going to put that one with a pink one, not with a bright red one. All right. So I'm going to put these two pinks together and put a red one in front. And the two pinks grow five feet and the red one grows three. There it is. That... Is so stressful. It's making me sweat. Just thinking about it. Oh, I'm sorry. Full workout. (laughs) It totally is. But you're saving yourself miles Mm -hmm. of of extra uh, walking. You're totally right. Yeah. You have all of your inform. You have all your information right at your fingertips, right then and there. But I have more secrets to share about dahlias later. Um, Later. <laughs> okay. Do you have any dahlias? Um, Shall I send yes, you some dahlias? Please, please do. All right. I'll yeah, send you some I only dahlias. have that one spiky. Actually, I have several of those very spiky roses. Crap, yeah. Just once. And then I have oh, um, roses. purple cone flower. I saw those growing. No, bee balm. Bee balm was growing. No, those are those are purple cone flowers. That's called echinacea. You have echinacea. That's great. That's yeah, a perennial. yeah. They were well. They were there last year. So I bought more seeds. I'm not sure if I good knew that then. I also got some zinnias and okay. some marigolds. Good, excellent. Very excited. So the echinacea is a perennial. Mm-hmm. Your zinnias and marigolds are annuals, mm-hmm. which means that the echinacea will come back year after year. I'm very excited about that. Can I make echinacea tea out of it? I know. Yes. I love that. That's awesome. Ah. I know. <laughs> you get, you're going to have the best time. And echinaceas are they pretty. They are. They're so pretty. And the pink is going to go so pretty in my against my blue house that desperately needs to be power washed. <laughs> Just the You'll one side. <laughs> you will. 
Yeah. So go take pictures, then put down more newspapers so that you can have more mm-hmm. beds. You're going to need them. You need, uh, for tomatoes, you're, for six tomatoes, you're going to need 12 feet. Okay. Minimum. Okay. I'd get 15 to tw- 16 Oof. feet. All right. And you're going to, you're going to find that you're, you're going to be covered up with tomatoes for a while and then you're going to wish that you had more of this kind or more of that kind or somebody gave you a start. <clears throat> also, one more thing mm-hmm. about seeds. The seeds that you collect from your own yard at the end of mm-hmm. the season are primed for your zone and your yard. Mm. So each year they grow better in your That's backyard. That's so cool. And that grows, ah, I know, it grows, it's for everybody. That's amazing. Mm. Okay. okay, girl. I love you. What are you having for dinner? I love you. We're what having, having chili. What are you having? Ooh, good mm-hmm. choice. We're Ooh, having nachos. Also, <laughs> good choice. <laughs> yeah. All right, sweetheart. I love I you. Love you. <laughs> I love you more. I don't know how to end this, but I love you. <laughs> I love you. Yeah, we'll we'll figure figure it out. out. Bye. Bye. Check us out on TikTok at Gardening Related, our website at gardeningrelated.com, and our Instagram at gardening.related. Ask us questions, buy supplies, leave your feedback, and give us some love. I like that. (laughs) 